This is a story of intrigue, of greed, of betrayal, of secret combinations and untrustworthy relationships. But it is also a story with a purpose. This is Between the Lines of the Book of Mormon. And we're your hosts. I'm Jay Harris. And I'm Andrew Harris. And we welcome you to another podcast today. The story begins a long, long time ago. There was a king by the name of Omer, and Omer was a good man. Omer had several sons. One of his sons' name was Jared, and Jared was anything but good. Yeah, Jared rebelled against his father, it says. Basically wanted to be king. He was greedy and... Couldn't wait for his father to die and then pass the kingdom on. He wanted to take over the kingdom before that. Yeah. By his cunning... He convinced half of the kingdom to follow him, and then it wasn't enough to just have half the kingdom. He wanted it all. So he got an army together, and he tried to take over his father's kingdom. He attacked his father. And made him a slave. He put him into captivity, that's right. Yeah, he's kind of an awful guy. In fact, Omer, who lived to be quite old, said was in captivity half of his days. Eventually, two of Jared's brothers, who now had grown up, got sick of Jared's tyrannical rule. They organized a militia and decided to attack Jared. Yeah, they went and attacked Jared, and they probably should have just killed him. That would have been the end of the story, I suppose, then, but they didn't. They let him live. He pled with them, please don't kill me. And the brothers had compassion on Jared and said, okay, leave and give up the kingdom, and we'll spare your life. Yeah, it says that he acted sad or sorrowful, but I'm sure it was all just an act because he didn't repent. He didn't actually change. He went right back into trying to get his power. Omer was then reinstated as the king. Jared had a daughter who was gorgeous, apparently. (laughs) They say she was very fair. And was she as kind and wonderful as she was beautiful? No, she was ugly inside. Ugly inside as she was beautiful on the outside. Yeah. And she could see that her father was grieving because he'd been out of power. And so she suggested to her father a devious plan. She knew that her grandfather, King Omer, had a trusted friend by the name of Akish. Yeah. What did she propose? And now, therefore, let my father send for Akish. And behold, I am fair, and I will dance before him, and I will please him, and he will desire me to wife. Wherefore... If he shall desire of thee that ye shall give unto him me to wife, then shall ye say, I will give her if ye will bring unto me the head of my father, the king. She said, I'm beautiful, I'm fair, and I will go and dance before him, and I'll make him fall in love with me, I'll flirt with him, and then once he's smitten with me, then you can propose a plan, and and he'll have to give into that if he wants to have me as his wife. And apparently she was willing to do all this for the power, so she was as bad as her father was. They invited Akish to dinner. After dinner, the bewitching temptress performed a provocative dance for him. And as predicted, this weak Akish was smitten with the young lady. And so he said to Jared, I want to marry your daughter. And Jared responded, That's fine, Akish, but first I have a favor to ask of you. If you will bring me my father's chopped-off head as proof that he's dead, I'll let you marry my daughter. Wicked man. Yeah, and Akish wasn't much better himself. 
he was willing to do all these things. And Omer trusted him. He was his trusted yeah. friend. And yet Akish now teamed up with Jared and his daughter, and they began to make secret plans. Yeah. They invited all their friends and their relatives to come together, and they proposed a secret combination. They said, we know that from Cain on down, there have been secret oaths and covenants the people made with each other to murder and to commit sin. And we can find these oaths and all of these secret combinations, and everyone can join in this secret club. Akish and his evil friends were subsequently able to overthrow the kingdom. Fortunately, King Omer was warned by God in a dream of the attack, and he and his family escaped, and they fled to a far-off land. Jared now had power again. He was the new king, as he had dreamed of being. Akish, in turn, married Jared's daughter, just as he'd wanted, and he became chief advisor to the new king. Jared's daughter became filthy rich. Akish wasn't satisfied with just being an advisor. Soon Akish met with his evil friends, and they made a pact to assist each other secretly in accomplishing their devilish desires. It came to pass that they all swear unto him, by the God of heaven, and also by the heavens, and also by the earth, and by their heads. What do you think that means, (laughs) they swore by their heads? Well, it says that whosoever should vary from the assistance which Akish desired should lose his head. So they were saying, I'm going to swear by my head, and if I'm lying to you, you can cut my head off, I guess. And that's that was their attitude, because if you betrayed them, you lost your head. Pretty common practice, wasn't it? Awful. The men then crept into Jared's palace and chopped Jared's head off. Yeah. So Akish was now king, and his wife was the wicked daughter of Jared. And then they had their own children. It wasn't enough that Akish was a wicked king. He was also a wicked father. He was. He was paranoid. Yeah. He couldn't handle just being king and having that power. He thought, everyone's after me. Well, you think about it. If you have just overthrown someone with your wicked friends, and they all have covenanted and made oaths that they will kill someone for you. Yeah. How much trust do you have in these friends? I know, yeah. He probably had zero trust. You've just killed your wife's father. How much trust do you have in your wife? And also, they probably weren't good parents. I kind of feel sorry for the kid in this story. Akish was so afraid that his son would grow up and try to take over the throne from him that he threw him into prison. And then he ordered the guards not to feed him. And so over a period of time, he was starved to death. His own son. He killed his own son because of fear. Yeah. Akish must have wondered who would be waiting in a dark corridor to chop his head off. Yep. He couldn't trust his so-called friends. He couldn't trust his scary wife. Yeah. He felt so threatened. Another son was angry with his father but feared for his own life, and he finally escaped the kingdom and went to live with his great-grandfather, Omer. As the years passed... Akish had more sons, and eventually they grew up and saw their wicked father and decided it was time to overthrow his rule. Yeah, they finally got sick of him. They went and took over the kingdom. They had a war that lasted for several years. Many innocent people died, but Akish was finally overthrown and was forever banished from the kingdom. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is kind of surprising that he got to live after all of that. And King Omer was called back, now a very old man, but again reinstated to the throne. Yeah. It's a really fascinating story of lots of betrayal and hate and evil, and hopefully there were some good people there. I, Omer seems like a good guy. Yeah. But, man, Akish and Jared and his daughter and the whole family seemed kind of corrupt. We hear a lot of stories and are very familiar with a lot of stories in the Book of Mormon. We know the story of Nephi, mm-hmm. know the story of Ammon, know the story of the 2,000 stripling warriors, know the story of Moroni and Mormon. Yeah. But this is a story that we're not commonly familiar with in the church, yeah. but it is a part of the Book of Mormon found in the Book of Ether. This is in Ether chapters 8 and 9. You know, you're right. There's tons of stories that we hear over and over again at church and at home. And there's all these amazing faith-promoting stories that we're familiar with. But this really isn't one that we hear very often, uh, the story of Omer. Why do you think that is? Why aren't we more familiar with Omer? Well, I think it's because it's kind of depressing. It's probably historically accurate but it doesn't seem to be very uplifting. Yeah, I think that's true. It is kind of a depressing story, but why do you think Moroni bothered to include this in his abridgment? I mean, he didn't necessarily have to. There's maybe other stories he could have included too, but he chose this one. What do you think its purpose is? When Moroni talked about the devastating consequences of secret combinations, he was careful not to discuss them in detail. In Ether 8, 20 and 21, it says, And now I, Moroni, do not write the manner of their oaths and combinations, for it hath been made known unto me that they are had among all people, and they are had among the Lamanites, and they have caused the destruction of this people of whom I am now speaking, and also the destruction of the people of Nephi. And then in verse 26, he tells us exactly why he included this account in his abridgment. He said, Wherefore, I, Moroni, am commanded to write these things, that evil may be done away, and that the time may come that Satan may have no power upon the hearts of the children of men, but that they may be persuaded to do good continually, that they may come unto the fountain of all righteousness and be saved. The Book of Mormon continually reinforces that selfishness and sin result in sadness and tragedy. Yeah. That's the book's repeated message, that only through righteousness can true joy be found. As the prophet Alma, who lived centuries after this story, so clearly articulated, wickedness never was happiness. Thank you so much for listening. Next time, we'll attempt to discover the origins and eventual destiny of the Jaredite people. This discussion should be fascinating and insightful. By the way, we now have about 250 loyal followers who download episodes of Between the Lines of the Book of Mormon every week. We're thrilled with that but we'd love to double that number before the year's end. If you enjoy these episodes, would you consider telling a family member or friend? We would really appreciate that effort. Until next time, enjoy your reading.